Well, hello, and welcome to our first ever podcast that we are, for the time being, calling The Faith Awakens, until we get a cease and desist letter from somebody who's already claimed that clever title. But we called that because we wanted to have a podcast from Campus Ministry here at St. Ambrose University to address both things that appeal to us in pop culture, like Star Wars, hence The Faith Awakens, and also to be able to talk about issues of faith. So this is The Faith Awakens. At least for now, we are open to other suggestions for titles. I am Father Tom Hennon, the chaplain and director of campus ministry here at St. Ambrose, and I am joined by... Uh, Megan Grady. I am a junior here at St. Ambrose University. I'm a history education major, and I am heavily involved in campus ministry and the track and cross-country team, so go bees. All right. Great to have you on, Meg. And we had a podcast with the... uh, Catholic Messenger several months back and we thought you know we should do this ourselves yeah Yeah, we I think it started as a joke and then the more we talked about it with people the more people were like well I would listen to that so hopefully everyone we talked to is listening they told us we they were going to so honestly up until just a few minutes ago it still felt like a joke yeah so we were laughing all the way up to the booth and then they handed us (laughs) headsets and we're like oh okay we're gonna do this here goes nothing right (laughs) Um, so the intention of the podcast is, as I mentioned, to talk about things in pop culture that appeal to us and maybe where there's tie-in to faith stuff there too, um, but then talk about some aspect of faith. So uh, given the working title of our podcast, we thought we would talk a little bit about Star Wars yes. for this initial podcast. <laughs> and it's kind of old news to the rest of the world, obviously, but we have not really had a chance to converse about how you thought the uh, the epic saga ended with the last Star Wars movie um, the Rise of Skywalker and what you thought about that. So I'll let you ex- say what you think okay. first and then I'll throw my Well, two spoiler alert, if you haven't seen <laughs> Star mm-hmm. Wars The Force Awakens, I don't know what you're doing through your life. Not The Force Awakens. That's the, that, this is The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm a fake fan, it seems like. But okay, so I thought the movie was good. I think, I think the series in general, like this installation, focused too much on the nostalgia end of things and kind of just focus more on that instead of creating their own story which i enjoyed the nostalgia as like a fan of the movies like i love the movies the older movies too but i just think i think they could have i don't know created a better story i don't know do you agree or i definitely thought the first in this new set of movies was like oh okay this nobody from a backwater planet um, is Force-sensitive and saves the world from this gigantic um, planet-killing thing. That could be the plot line for either The Force Awakens or A New Hope. So definitely you saw those parallels. You could not see those parallels. Right. And I thought maybe they were trying a little bit too hard. On the other hand, like with this most recent installment, um, I felt like I was okay with the fan service because I'm a fan of those original yeah. movies. So I'm like, yay, you know, these things right. that they kept throwing at me and maybe hitting me in the face with, I was kind of okay with that. Yeah. Um, so I didn't mind it. Um, my general take on the most recent movie, because I I was kind of iffy about The Force Awakens. I was kind of down on, um, on the second one, uh, The Last Jedi. Um, although initially I liked it better and then the more I kind of thought about it, I didn't like it as much. <laughs> and so I was going into this last movie really prepared not to like it. 
Um, I had friends, close friends, that have basically abandoned the Star Wars universe practically. Uh, well, not entirely, but they, they didn't even go see this last movie. Really? And they have said they will not. Wow. And so they were so disappointed with the last one that they wouldn't go. And I think, you know, I would even if it were... I yeah. Mean, I almost went to go see Cats. Oh, my gosh. I haven't seen Cats. I really want to see Cats. Actually, I want to see it because it got so much, it got yeah. so much negative well, press about how bad it was. Really quick about <laughs> Cats. The, the musical is not... Like, it's not... People went to see that and thinking it was going to be, like, some profound movie, I think. But it's such, a, it's such a weird musical. You can't go in with expectations. You just have to... I've yeah. never seen the musical. I know some of the tunes from it and things like that. But what I'm saying is, heck, I would have seen this right. much worse movie just for the kind of what's going on with this exactly. thing. Exactly. I just want to see so. the en- like the ending. Yeah. No. But I, I, in general, I walked away from the theater. And I went to see it twice in the theater. The Rise of... Not Cats, but The Rise of... Uh, Skywalker. I went to see it twice in the theater. I'd really kind of want to go see it a third time in the theater while it's still on the big screen, which I hope it's still in theaters. If not, then I'll just wait till it comes out on Disney yeah. Plus, I guess. <laughs> um, but I want to see it again just to confirm, because I went the first time and I walked away thinking, I liked this, but is that just because of the hype and right. you know that first yeah. kind of movie experience? And so I went a second time and I walked out thinking, no, I really did like this. No, it was... I really liked it. The only beef I have with that movie is the... Um, Ray and Kylo kiss. I did not like that. I was in a full theater and it happened on screen. And I, I'm not kidding you. I yelled no really loud. <laughs> like I yelled no. And then other people joined me and like started booing. And then I started booing. It was, it was an experience. I will say I did not see it coming. I because didn't see it coming either. I saw no build to a romantic no, tension between neither. these two in either of the previous movies. And so what happened is like, whoop. Yeah. Ugh. And then I did have to do like this little, a lot of people, th- their reaction to it was thinking this was almost like a Luke and Leia thing, but they're not related, of no, course. No, they're so not related. It's not that, but it evoked that same sort of like, ooh, yeah, what's ooh, going on there? Yeah. Um, was it necessary? I don't think so. I don't think so. They did so. it? Okay. Because I looked at, I looked, because I, th- I was so surprised by it and I looked it up and apparently it was, it was very obvious what was happening between them according to like different sites and stuff so I'm like okay I guess I was out of the loop on that but yeah I did feel like it was like a brother sister relationship so when they kissed I was like ooh I yelled no in the theater I think the the whole dyad and the force thing was maybe part of that but when I think of dyad and the force I don't think of romance I think of like yin and yang and dark and light and they were working on those themes throughout the movies and and I probably was thinking more along like brother sister like a team yeah something like that so it did it did take me back although I didn't I mean I didn't have the same a visceral (laughs) you didn't yell no in the theater my mom like hit me she was like Shh, i kind of liked the the kind of boyish smile though that kylo gives after he gets kissed by by yeah. ray he's like huh. <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna lie i didn't notice that because i was shielding my eyes oh was, okay well but it's I, the first time he smiles in three movies i so. did like the uh little shrug after he pulled the lightsaber out. i thought that was cool and then i saw a video somebody put that whole scene like montage to the music of I Need a Hero. Oh, it was so, it was like, I feel like that should have been in the movie, but yeah, I liked that part too. But I liked, um, I mean, I liked Kylo's redemption in general. Yeah. And of course, you know, here blending popular culture and faith stuff. Like I'm always looking for those kind of themes in popular culture because I think those speak to human beings, you know? And so here's this guy who's 
started off on this one path, the path of light, and gets taken off of that path in a major way, does some terrible things, and is still redeemable and comes back. Yeah. So, I mean, human beings like to hear those stories. Yeah. And I like to see that happen. So right. I was happy with Kylo's redemption yeah. on the whole. Yeah, and Adam Driver does a really good job with, um, I think, in this movie, too, of like showing like how he's being redeemed, like the path to redemption. Yeah. He does a good job. Yeah. I know there were a lot of people that were like, oh, they brought back the emperor because they had to do that. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah. you know, it makes sense. He's the enemy in all of the previous movies from Palpatine and the, and the prequels, yeah. one, two, and three. And then he's the enemy all through the original series. So it made sense that he's still really right. the man behind the curtain, the bad guy. Yeah. Another thing when they announced that he was like, or Ray was a Palpatine, I like groaned really loud in the theater yeah. too. I was just having like, I, I, yeah. Well, it seemed to go back on what they were trying to do in the previous movie with, um, with the last Jedi, because that movie was trying to establish like, Hey, it doesn't matter what your bloodline is. This, yeah. This little kid at the end of the movie, you know, can, has force sensitive and he draws that little broom to himself or whatever. Right. So it's like anybody ha can have the force. Right. And then they go back to this. Nope. If you're a Skywalker yeah. or a Palpatine, yeah. you are really strong in the force. Exactly. Oh, well, but anyhow, on the whole, I, you know, if I had to, on a scale of three to, or a scale of five, I would give it a three, maybe a 3.5. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was, it was a satisfying ending, but I feel like it could have been more. Yeah. I, it, um, and of course the other Star Wars stuff that has, I, I devoured the Mandalorian when that came out. Oh yeah. I've yet to watch that. And My I sister want, told me yeah, to yeah, it. definitely need to do that before I revoke your nerd card. So. Oh God. Yeah. No, I went to Disney this past, uh, January and we went to the new Star Wars like Galaxy's Edge and that was so cool and Ray was just walking around like you know because she lives there and it was it was really amazing no that's cool yeah yeah so, so don't revoke was great yeah. um, Rebels uh, I watched all of uh, Star Wars Rebels once I got Disney Plus to watch The Mandalorian and I had seen it before but I watched it through again and it was excellent and that is absolutely worth a watch um, I watched the Resistance cartoon which I didn't like as much um, it was okay. It felt to me almost like some of those campier, not campy exactly, but just like lighter hearted cartoon yeah. shows that I remember from like watching on Saturday mornings or yeah. after school when I would Nostalgic, get home. Nostalgic, yeah. Yeah, but it was okay. And then I started rewatching The Clone Wars because I heard they were going to drop a seventh season or start a seventh season yeah. of The Clone Wars. And so I thought they were going to drop the whole season. Stupid me. <laughs> no, they dropped one episode two <laughs> oh, days ago. Man. And so, because my plan was, okay, I'm going to keep the, I'm going to keep Disney Plus through the Mandalorian, check. <laughs> and then I'm going to watch Clone Wars until they drop the seventh season. And then I'll burn through the seventh season. And then I will drop my Disney Plus until they bring back the Mandalorian. And now I find out they're just, you know, weekly episodes of the Clone Wars. Oh, That's wow. how they get you. Yeah. They don't want you to drop it. They time. don't. You shouldn't drop it. It's the best, like, I think it's the best streaming service I have right now. Well, this raises another issue and actually our next topic. Oh, Because yeah. we're moving into Lent. Actually, the time that we're recording this is Monday before Lent, but people won't probably hear this until Thursday after mm -hmm. Ash Wednesday. But um, I know for my own Lenten observance uh, with some of the students here, we're doing this program again that involves giving up use of technology except for work and school yeah so you can fudge a little on sundays according to this program yeah so you know am i gonna you know burn through everything that i possibly <laughs> can on a sunday afternoon maybe um but In yeah so i'm gonna masses. have to I'm, i might just have to maybe i'll drop it during lent so that i'm not even tempted to wow. watch this stuff i don't know kudos that's we'll see that's tough 
but I don't know. What are you giving up for Lent? Well, okay, so I have always tried to give up something, but then last year I gave up um, Oreos because I love Oreos. I remember this. And um, I uh, one day they were giving out free Oreo fluff in the Rogalski Center, so I went down there and I didn't even think, and I ate some of it. I put some of it in my mouth, and then I immediately realized that I had given it up for Lent, so then I spit it into the trash can. So, like, coming from that, I'm not very good at giving up stuff because I'm just so, like, scatterbrained. Mm -hmm. So I always try to, like, do something. That's always good. Rather than giving stuff I up. Just have, I still have this picture of you, like, it's slow motion. This yeah, I'm, like, spitting it into the trash can. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure, like, I came over to you and I was like, oh, my gosh, I just ate Oreos. And I told, like, everyone. You're such I'm, a like, bad Catholic. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I need to go to confession. <laughs> I was like, okay, Megan, calm uh, down. It's okay. It's okay. God forgives. Yes. But no, so I'm I'm going to try and give like 10 minutes every week, I think, at adoration because I think people have this like, which we are as college students, very busy. Mm -hmm. um, but I think if you make time, like at least 10 minutes, like I could yeah. be there for longer, but yeah. 10 minutes, like um like minimum that's your that's your yeah. bottom line 10 minutes yeah. and whether that's just sitting there <clears throat> in the church and we have great like adoration services like every monday it's every from monday. nine to ten nine yeah. to ten so 10 minutes just sitting there with god or uh praying the rosary or going to confession um I and think if god stretches it into 15 minutes or half right no, no big deal but right. at least you've got that 10, 10 I like minutes that. yeah approach. i think that's like a nice not easy because that's not the right word but like no just like a simple way you can well I, and i think it 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 plays into one of my biggest uh things for lent when i advise people on you know what should you do for lent do something that's actually achievable nothing that's like so easy as to be laughable you know it should stretch you a little right. bit this would stretch you you know right. um and there would be times when you might come to adoration and that 10 minutes might feel like an eternity yeah um interesting i had a spiritual director in seminary and he said and i was doing a similar thing where i was like okay i'm going to give like a half an hour or an hour to just kind of quiet mental prayer each day and he would say um if you felt like that was really taking a long time then kind of force yourself to stay one minute longer yeah not like 10 minutes longer but one minute longer so on those times when you come into adoration and you're going to stay there for 10 minutes and it feels like you've been there for 45 stay 11 minutes yeah and his point was and he's kind of basing this on some ignatian spirituality san ignatius of loyola is that you have to work kind of directly against that kind that of temptation feeling, yeah. to say like okay i'm out of here bug out now you know right um not like so counting kinda, down the clock, like it's ten, it's an act. Yeah. Of, it's an act of strengthening the will, effectively, which right. is really all about self mastery. It's not about proving myself to God. See that how good I was that I stayed eleven minutes no. instead of just ten minutes. But it's more about like I'm in control. Like right. by God's grace, I need God's grace absolutely. But I'm not gonna let my emotions or my watch tell me what to do. Right. right? So no, I think that's that's a really good idea. Yeah. So that's I think that's a good plan. I think that's excellent. So, um, what the are you, yeah. well, yeah, this program, we, I did, so we have some guys that live in a themed house. We call it the Frasati House. Yeah, and so Frisati they house. try to do monthly service stuff and they also uh, try to do some, uh, as all the themed houses are required to do some like passive and active kind of programming on campus. And also more importantly for them is living in that community, being intentional about praying together and coming to mass together and doing things like that. Um, so it's been, I think this, yeah, this is the second year we've done this. 
Um, but two years ago, we did something called Exodus 90, which is a, a, a program that's kind of nationwide, probably worldwide at this point. It's usually done 90 days, so you kind of count out 90 days from Easter. So that's a lot longer than Lent. Yeah. Um, that's a, a full 50 days longer than Lent. Yeah. Um, so two years ago, we did the whole shebang, 90 days, Exodus wow. 90. And there's a whole laundry list of things on that in terms of ascetical and spiritual practices. Of course, the most important are dedication to daily prayer and that kind of communal check-in a little bit with each other. Uh, but the ascetical practices are things like no eating between meals, no sweets, um, fasting on Wednesdays and Fridays, much like we do on Ash Wednesday right. or Good Friday, where you have one normal meal, two s large snacks or two kind yeah. of smaller meals. Um, the other things would be, like I mentioned with the technology, they're only using technology for work or for school. Um, that is really hard. I think that's the yeah, hardest, Yeah, that's hard, yeah. Uh, the other thing that always gets people with this is lukewarm to cold showers. Oh, my gosh. I think I remember when you guys yeah. did this. Yeah, no, that's... I love warm showers. I do, too. Uh, <laughs> I will say time. that was the thing I thought, oh, this is going to be the hardest. And that was actually one of the easiest oh, things wow. on that list. I thought the technology thing was much harder. Yeah. Um, so because, I mean, I would kind of start out the shower kind of lukewarm and then turn it down a little bit. And your body adjusts right. like a swimming pool. So yeah. you get used to it and it's fine. So that really wasn't that bad. And again, the temptation, of course, with these kind of things, any Lenten practice or any ascetical practice that we do is just kind of like pride, right? Spiritual pride. Look how tough I am because I did this. And this program is meant to actually give you freedom over certain things and also to help you to realize, like with giving up Oreos, how weak <laughs> you are, I'm right? so weak. Oreos are my weakness. <laughs> you couldn't even resist yeah. Oreo fluff. No. Well, it's just so good. And I love, yeah, I love Oreos. I also love fudge stripes. So maybe I should give those up, but I haven't yeah. eaten those in a while. So I don't know. That's, you know, just knows? cookies, I guess, is the theme, the Lenten theme of Lenten. my existence. So we're going to do this Exodus 90 thing, only the 40-day version, Exodus 40. Yeah, Exodus so, 40. So um, we're actually meeting tonight to make sure that we're all on the same terms. So, well, another thing that was on this list is no alcohol, which for when we did this two years ago, all of the guys in this house were underage. So I said, well, you shouldn't be doing this anyhow legally. Right. And so I said, I'm giving up something more than you're giving up. You guys should have to do something, you know, commensurate. Yeah. And they weren't having that logic at all. So, no. um, <laughs> I, you know, or, or give me my alcohol back. But no, they wouldn't let me do that either. So, but actually that was not that hard <laughs> either, but that's not uh, typically an issue for me anyhow. Right. So that really wasn't that bad, but. Wow. That you didn't make them give them up something else no i didn't no they weren't having that yeah so, i feel yeah. like they're pretty but now a couple of them i think are of age although i don't think it's really a big issue for them either so but that's another one on the list yeah yeah shout out to the Fursati boys yeah maybe well, they're listening maybe maybe they will yeah Maybe we should have them on. Oh my gosh, in a future show, I, or at least they're one of them. awesome. Mark Filipski need, needs to Mark come on this Filipski show. Mark Filipski needs his own show. <laughs> He'd be oh great. Oh my gosh, He'd be great. He'd be fantastic. So, any other Lenten things um, that you're thinking of? Not in terms mm. of giving up, or what do you? I mean, what do you want on the other side of Lent? I don't like. I think I just want to strengthen my relationship with God because I feel like at spring semester, I think is super tough every year. It seems to be like super like stressful and everyone's just like so busy and I think I just want some some peace with my relationship with God because it's hard to find peace in other aspects yep. of my life yep. so I want to feel that uh in these 10 minutes or however yeah. long I'm I'm there each week and I want to I want to continue that beyond Lent. Like, I feel like there's this like time frame where people are like, okay, now I can have Oreos after Easter, you know, but I think 
continuing what you're giving up uh, beyond Lent, if it's like really helping you during Lent, I think that's yeah. important to remember. No, I think that's, yeah, that's a good, that's sage advice to <laughs> do something that goes beyond yeah. Lent. Um, because, yeah, is there anything particularly spiritual or heroic or that draws you closer to Christ just by giving up Oreos? Well, yeah. not necessarily. Not really. So, so in this sense, I mean, what you've chosen this year makes yeah, sense. Then it's a little bit will, better. Yeah, I think that will help. yeah, <laughs> yeah help. it's just like, I feel like... And Lent... you are giving up something. You're giving up time. Time that you could be on your phone. Time right. that you could be studying. That time is... that you could be going to the yeah. gym. So you are giving up something. Yeah, You're that's a good point. Something. I am giving up time. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I like the analogy sometimes of prayer, of wasting time with God. Because mm. in a sense, in the worldly sense of things, it is useless, right? You're not yeah. doing anything. And yeah. that's precisely the beauty of prayer is you're not doing anything, but you're allowing God to do something kind of in and through you uh, that in turn affects everything else that you do. Right. So. And I think there's like such a, <clears throat> like, a con- like a thought that you have to, with prayer, it has to be the structured thing. You have to say this prayer and then you have to say this prayer, but really you could just have a conversation with God. And I think that's, yeah. I think that's what yeah. needs to be said is that. Yeah. Most people... Yeah, have have too rigid an understanding yeah, of what prayer rigid, that's good can be, it. and really where prayer is meant to lead is to that kind of conversation. Yeah, right. I think that's right. Yeah. So um, before we get to the end here, maybe a good thing to mention what we're hoping to do with this. So again, we're calling this for right now the Faith Awakens. But again, we are very open to suggestions. Some suggestions have been Tom Talks. Tom Talks by Jessica Mendenhall. Uh, she would be mad if I didn't give her credit. But Okay. Well, maybe. maybe. Tom Talks, but then that leaves me out in yeah, the cold exactly. there. I agree. So, so yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think that's right. So, um, well, we'll see where it goes. If we, you know, if the uh, suggestion box gets just flooded yeah. with uh, titles. Just slip we'll, notes under Father Tom's door. He's Yep. That's the way to do it. <laughs> yep. Lower chapel. We'll figure it out. Um, but I think we are going to try to do this weekly yeah. and then we'll kind of drop it with the bulletin as a link in the bulletin that goes out from Campus Ministry Weekly, which is usually on Thursday. By Thursday evening, it goes out. And so, you know, uh, look for this podcast in the bulletin on Thursdays from Campus Ministry. And we'll also hopefully bring on some guests. And I think those could be students. Yep. Or those could be faculty and staff that would yeah. maybe have a particular area of expertise. We could have like all the theology professors on. No, there's probably not enough much, but that would be awesome. They're all so cool. They are. They are good. Yeah. Yeah. And we could also, uh, you'd mentioned like having some question and answer time because yeah. for a lot of people, especially um, priests are kind of mystifying. Yeah. Well, I told you pedestal. I had a f- I yeah. had a fear of priests growing up because I was scared yeah. of them. For- and then you came here. And, and then I, I came here. I shattered all your 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 high expectations yes, of priests. Your, what did I do? What did I do? I don't know. You destroy your image of priesthood. You were a human. That's what you were. <laughs> well, that's good. That is, that is <laughs> that's what I aim to be a human. Oh, first. good, <laughs> human first. <laughs> So, excellent. Well, Meg, thanks for joining me and uh we'll uh, we'll record again next week and get another one of these out there, but I'm excited for this. Yeah, this could be really I'm cool. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thanks, Father Tom. See where it goes. Thanks for joining us on The Faith Awakens until it is otherwise named. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>